Do you want to see it? I, I don't know. Anyways, you can cue the show now. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing to pass SOPA or we could be offline right now. <laughs> Welcome to another exciting episode of Pet Food Alpha. We are the podcast bringing you the biscuit on all the latest Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. My name is Steak. My name is Fusion X. And I am Bursty. Thank you for joining us. I know it's been a long time since we've recorded Pet Food Alpha. What's it been, three weeks? Almost an entire year. (laughs) Yeah, last time we recorded was last year. Oh, boo. December 2011. Yeah. So we're back and better than ever. Back in the new year with some new digs. And actually, there's quite a bit of news here. Um, yeah. Compared to previous shows, the most recently, anyway. I thought it would be a pretty quiet show, and then Square Enix is like, allow us to dump like a bunch of news like, on your hey, face. Hey, check it out. Bam. Was, isn't the was the point of the test server to have like little updates here and there and not like just infrequent huge updates? Because that's kind of what we're still getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of like the news like before the update, it's just like all the news on update day. It's like here's all the stuff. Enjoy. It's like uh, okay. It's like boom. There you go, guys. Yeah. Oops. Take I, a look. Thought they were gonna spread that out a little bit, but uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, and plus we haven't recorded in three weeks, so there's stuff to. That go. being said, there, that's true. There hasn't been anything. Like, there's been two. <laughs> there were like two topics posts since our last episode before well, yesterday. There was two events. Yesterday there was one, two, three, four bits of news that came out for test server updates. So it's like, mm-hmm. man. And then there's stuff on the forums from this past week too. So it's like. All right, so before we do the news, do you want to do the thing? Yeah, we should probably do the thing. So, right. so I, I just mentioned this, and uh, I just mentioned this already to the uh, to the folks joining us in FFO chat. I got a box from Fusion X a couple weeks a ago. Box. Actually, it was like a week before Christmas. And in the box was a Final Fantasy fourteen t-shirt that I can use and wear and show off with. It's nice. In the box, yeah, that's from, that's from like PAX last year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. It's it's still good. No, I just think it's funny because I've had it this whole time. And I'm like, yeah, I'll send it to you <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> in the box with the t-shirt also was another box. A box in a box. And this box is a smaller box. And it was wrapped. There's also a box in the box. It's box. wrapped. And I was told before getting the box, do not open this present until the next time we record PFA. And we actually have not recorded since then. So I have this box, and I've been holding on to it. And um, you actually um, forgot about it. I kind of, 
I was excited about it. I where, did, like, where, I did you, where did you put the box, Steak? Where did it go? I put it in the drawer. There you go. Yeah, that's where I put things I care about. So it's got about an inch of dust on it. I was excited about it, off. and so uh, I put it in a drawer, and I just remembered that it was there when Fusion was like, hey, well, we're going to do the present thing. I was like, yes, I forgot about that. So I have a Christmas <laughs> present that I'm going to open here. Okay. Post-Christmas epic episodes. Okay. Rip it open. Now, if oh. I, it's, it's kind of square or rectangular. And if it, if I shake it, it sounds like there's something inside. That's what it sounds like. It's not. Those we decided it's not Legos. The object and, yeah, it's, it's not Legos. It's not Legos. Nope. From what I know about it, it's not Legos. It's not candy. And it's not edible. It's safe for the whole family. I don't need to hide it from the kids. It is. It is like stupid safe for the whole family. Is it? Yeah. All right. We're gonna open it up. Yep. <laughs> Some might even say it's PG. First, he already knows what this is, too. So it's just steak. Okay, here we go. I'm going to open it. Surprise! It's pink, whatever it is. (laughs) 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 Winning! Merry Christmas! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yes! <laughs> what we have here is a copy of Hello Kitty Online. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm installing this right now. You, sir, are well. That's the premium edition oh, of Hello Kitty Online. Gosh. It does not get any better than the edition you have in your hands right now. $15 worth of in-game points to shop and spend as you play. <laughs> yes! Yes. Hell yeah. Best Christmas present ever or what? <laughs> My daughter's going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> like, dude! Sounds like you're putting it into your computer right now, aren't you? He's like, all right, show's over. I got to play this right now. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, all right, guys, just uh, continue on with the episode because uh, I'll be a little sidetracked. We'll be talking about, like, Corsair Phantom Roll, and he's going to be like, oh, that bow looks so cute on my kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost Steak. I think we got to continue. He's, he's gone. He's gone. No, that was, that was the here. show. Thanks for listening. No, I Thanks think, for tuning in, guys. Next nothing, time, nothing else we have can top that. I don't think. I, that was. You guys we should have. Yeah, I guess we kind of. Uh, you you liked it. Sounded like you may have liked that a little bit there. I don't know. I think I somehow accidentally hit the mute button. On, oh yeah. Oh, on my. He was so excited. He was keyboard bashing. <laughs> Where did I lose you? <laughs> it was like right after you opened it and had your little laughing fit. Like you just went silent. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm installing this right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the last thing you said before you disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And it, I'm going to install this right now. My daughter's going to get a kick out of this. Like, <laughs> Dude, that is awesome! Hell yeah, Hello Kitty Online. 
So kicking off 2012 in a big way. Hell yeah, Hello it kid. like pink and sparkly. oh man oh yes what up hello kitty (laughs) I can see him like opening the box like pulling out the CD and flipping through the book hello kitty postcard on the inside I should send this postcard to Fusion saying, Long, we're here. <laughs> oh, God. Send the postcard oh, to Fusion. There's two. Got it. <laughs> I should send one to Bursty and one to Fusion. Oh, God. <laughs> Check it out, yo. Hello Kitty Online, dog. Signed, Steak. <laughs> I will so own you in Hello Kitty Online. Big. This player manual is doubting. Look at how big this thing is. <laughs> it's huge. It's as big as the Final Fantasy XI book was. Wow. That's impressive. Embarking on your adventure. All right, so we should probably actually get into uh, some Final Fantasy XI stuff. At some yeah. Point About that Final Next Fantasy Next episode, Steak will just narrate the entire Hello Kitty online play manual. Play by yep. play. <laughs> play by play. To create Thanks, your fusion. You're welcome, Steak. The bird, I think, is also okay, So, uh... Oh, yeah, man, he's excited. Steak from laughing so hard. Almost pooed myself there. Okay, so first on the list of news, what do we got, Fusion? All right. So, new live Vanna deal uh, is up. They've replaced the, uh, the old, you know, in the corner of the website there, the in-game footage of the game. In-game footage. Wow, that makes sense, right? In-game footage did of the game. Did that ever really work that well? It did, yeah. but you would have to open it up in like Windows Media Player or something like that. Okay. Kind of yeah. external application. Uh, now it's YouTube. Oh, really? Nice. Yes. So it plays right there. And the, the first day they had it, I was visiting. You know, I was on the I was on the site, and I hear like the the Brulude Garden music. I'm like, where the hell is that coming from? I'm not logged in. Like, am I going crazy? Like, what's going on? And I I see. You know, I noticed the the video was moving in the corner. I'm like, what? Say what? Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, we also threw the uh, embedded that up on the uh, the website if people want to, you know, take a look at that or whatever. Um, also, uh, we have some New Year messages from the development team. Uh, let's see. Well, let me guess. Happy New Year. Happy New well, Year. Yeah, that as funny. as it would as it turns out, all three of them say Happy New Year. No, you were right on the money, man. No. Yeah. Yes. Happy New so, Year, by the uh, way, everybody. Yeah. Hope Happy everybody New Year. Had a good holiday. Um, so this year is going to mark the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy, which is pretty big. It's a pretty big, uh, pretty big deal. Um, and the 10th anniversary of Final Fantasy XI. So they're hoping that they can make some big plans, uh, you know, to celebrate that somehow. Fan fest, maybe. <laughs> um, well, well, hey, guess what? They're thinking about it. When any time, it's like so fan fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're thinking. Yeah, about we're it. we're definitely yeah. thinking yeah, about it. Totally yeah. this year um, for sure, for sure. Actively thinking about maybe it. Maybe next year. Yeah. No, no, this year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, who knows? We're thinking know. about it this year. 
would make are thinking it would make more sense to have it for the 11th anniversary of 11. that being said i still want one this year (laughs) it's been too long been way too long um well they say too that they want to kind of combine 11 and 14. when was the last one 2008 2008 yeah well that was that was the last event in north america uh, that's that was, what we're talking about. That was in LA. Yeah, that was in. That was in December of 2008. Wow. Which was the one where you got the the uh, the Moogle Shield? That was 2008. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, okay. yeah 2007. Was I got that one. The cap. Yeah. Yep. But uh, um, Mizuki Ito. Um, says that he'll be working his hardest this year to make sure that everyone's love for Final Fantasy XI is not betrayed. That's kind of an interesting... I think that's just the translation, though. Maybe. Betrayed doesn't sound like a word (laughs) that uh, I think they wouldn't have used. I don't know. I mean, you would think that they would also, like, check this stuff, right? Yeah. So, do they have this feeling that this impression that the maybe that's what people are that yeah. square is paying more attention to 14 than 11 in in that way betrayal maybe maybe they they're getting the impression that the community is you know thinks that the dev team doesn't care or that they're taking the game in a bad direction or something that's that's kind of what that tells me like they they're aware that maybe they're not doing what people want them to be do. Or, yeah what people want them to do maybe i don't know just maybe they're not meet. Maybe they feel like, as it stands right now, they're not meeting people's expectations, right, of where they think they should be with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, all these, all the, the all the devs, they want to. Sounds like they want to post in the forums more too, which is important since uh, none of the eleven devs like ever post on the forums. Yeah, like when you, I had actually looked up the numbers and compared like the the fourteen dev team to the, the eleven dev team for forum posts. It was pitiful so uh they also com- didn't they comment on that though back in november saying why like i guess it's just too they, they well there was uh, uh yeah they, there was a mention of it you know about how they uh kind of relay the information through the community team and stuff but they do that with 14 too don't they yeah so i uh, who knows um and this is the most interesting comment here from Yoji Fujito. He says that there will be a large amount uh, of improvements and changes to both software and hardware. Not directly saying Vita, but... Right. I mean, what... Software and hardware. We know that they're looking into a new UI. Yeah. We know that there's been talk about uh, a port over to Sony's handheld, the PlayStation Vita. Um, when does Vita come out? Uh, next month on the oh, is it the the twenty second? I want to say. So you think? Because I mean that we'll be probably due for an update around then, won't we? February March update. Yeah, probably, but I I can't see. It depends how say they, something. It then? depends how they. It depends how they release it too. I mean, is yeah. it going to be you know strictly uh, downloadable? Is you know are they going to have a, a card with you know some extra room for updates? I mean I don't know how they're going to do that. They may still be working on it too. I don't think we're going to see or hear anything more until they have uh, a better handle internally about how they're going to handle changes to the user interface. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's going to be a, a huge part of it for for the Vita. My 
my like idea in my head is that they're gonna you know the way that they're restructuring it they're gonna make it so they can just say okay here's the vita ui slap that on port it over here's the new one for uh for windows slap that on port you know like updated over here you know just you know what kind of layered on top so to speak and there you go um but you know i have no idea think we might see something for ps3 you know if if they're porting it to vita you think it would make it easier to do no part of me kind of says like why wouldn't they right because it's so easy to go from playstation 3 to vita development wise like you would think it would be the same the other way right maybe the guy that worked at at sony (laughs) the one guy that worked at sony quit that was gonna do vita but they quit so i mean i you know and i mean you can look at this okay changes to both software and hardware well what if that could that could say we're gonna drop ps2 support and we're gonna go to ps3 and Vita. like you know it's it's vague but it's also you know like enough to tell us that something big is kind of coming down the road you know you kind of wonder how long they sat around the conference table thinking of the best way to present that information right how do we say something without giving away what we really want to say they they need to come out soon though with with whatever these like big changes are because you know they got something on you know hidden in the back room but uh i mean what is it (laughs) Well, and not only that, you know people are antsy to hear about what kind of content's coming too down the road. Yeah. I mean And we, every, we finally got a bit of that. Everything in our roadmap basically dictates that the next content that's coming is treasure at treasures of Ergen stuff. So everybody wants to know what's happening after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the longest time we've had this you know, this roadmap that's it's okay, Void Watch parts, you know, one through twenty three and Yeah. And more Magians, you know, love the calf. Uh, Guess what, guys? And these two events that we're not releasing any information on. Uh, yeah. And and one of them, we may have, uh, you know, we don't know if, if this uh, Legion Battle System is uh, the last stand or if it's that dungeon yeah. thing. Or, uh, I, actually, I emailed uh, one of the guys over at Square to see if, you know, we could find out if this is, you know, like the last stand. Because all those names, they were, you know, like tentative names or whatever. So... Uh, Steak, was that Hello Kitty in the background? Yeah, that was my wife. She was excited about Hello Kitty online. It's mine! I bought it for you, Steak, not her. It's mine! I'm totally gonna own in that game. (laughs) You know what we should have done? We should have, at the beginning of the episode, counted the number of times Hello Kitty is said in the episode. And then counter, like have a counter on it, and at the end of the episode, that's the episode name is Hello Kitty, so and so many times. <laughs> Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty. <laughs> oh, Hello Kitty. But uh, I mean, yeah, there's you know we know there's something big coming, but we don't know what. I mean, I I, I hope it's not just okay. Like yeah, the U, you know, changing the UI. Yeah, that's a big thing, but. I mean, even what we've had so far in terms of uh, our UI changes, like I remember before Christmas when they first implemented the uh, the text box changes. Yeah, that was huge for me. That was cool. The macro thing is is still kind of annoying to me. Yeah, I'm I, not a, I'm not hugely sold on the macro. Like I was I was fine with it before, but now like it feels like my eyes have to to move around more to see to you know to make sure I'm targeting like the right box because it's like spread out yeah. for now. 
You know what? It kind of reminds me of uh, like I when I first started playing XI. I, I remember I was playing it on PS2. No. Oh gosh, you poor soul. Well, it was the only way I could because yeah. uh, we only had one computer in our house back in mm-hmm. the day, and uh, and so I bought it for PS2 just so I could have something else to play it on if people wanted to use a computer. Dude, but um, it was a good strategy. Um, <laughs> believe this game has been out for almost ten years now. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> oh that's a well. That tells you from the times too, right? Like people yeah. went from having a one computer household to having you know multiple, like three, four in a house now. Everybody has a computer. But um, word house, funny. I re- I remember um, the actual macro palettes. They they looked very similar to what they've made them look like on PC now, and when you had it on PS2 originally. Hmm. Like more spaced out like that across the top of the screen. Yeah. Like just a wide and even if it's just a small change. I don't mm-hmm. know. I like I, I like the fact that you can uh, change the text box size now though, like how wide it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially if you're somebody who's played Final Fantasy fourteen and you get used to how that looks. Well any 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 like modern day MMO, they have yeah, they kinda tucked into the the corner there. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems so weird now. It's like wow, I can see my feet. Yeah. I didn't know my character even had feet. This is the first I've seen of him. I can wow. see feet. <laughs> these AF boots are hideous. I've been wearing these this whole time. Man, those boots look sexy. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, updates for Relic Mythic and Empyrean Weapon upgrades. Yes. Uh, now that we've hit level cap, uh, you know we need to take those weapons up to level ninety nine through <gasps> trial of the Magians, of course. What else? Uh, and it sounds like it's it's going to branch into two possibilities. Yeah. Um, one, which is going to be, you know, quote unquote, you know, the easy way or the the less annoying way, whatever you want to call it, the one that people will probably be able to do um, is going to. Uh, improve damage delay uh, weapon skill damage and other attributes um, and then the other option which they're making really difficult so that only a handful of people will be able to complete which sounds terrible sounds uh, ridiculous because really in reality there's only a handful of people that have some of these weapons to begin with right from the relic and mythic end anyways yeah um, and these are going to include afterglow animations and effects uh, that grant stats uh, benefits to party members, and it sounds like it's going to be like a like a sphere kind of effect where it'll give it to people around you, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I hope you enjoy all the work I put into this because I'm not getting anything. <laughs> uh, I wonder. Th- I wonder though if like the actual afterglow itself will be that the the weapon glows. It, it's not the weapon. It's on the person. Really? They have they had pictures of it. Yeah, it's it's Aww. the actual player. It's just like a little kind of sphere like around the torso that glows. It's not like the weapon, which is kind of weird. It it almost that almost seems like like a like a cheap way out, you know. So they I know. have to go back and edit each weapon. They're just like we'll just add a generic you know body glow to it and we'll be because because I, I remember in the forums it was probably about a month ago, maybe a little bit more that uh, people were asking if they could. You know, because GMs have glowing weapons or glowing armor, if people could have that too. Yeah. But even those, I think, are on, on the hands, at least. Yeah. You know, not necessarily on the weapon, but whatever. Um, these uh, benefits are going to be activated when you use a weapon skill, uh, or if you have uh, an Aegis or an O-Chain, it's going to be when you uh, shield bash. 
Um, I guess the uh, if you have a party where people have multiple, you know, there's multiple uh, afterglow weapons. Those effects will stack. Um, so for relic weapons, um, the effect is increased accuracy and ranged accuracy. Uh, for mythic weapons, it's going to be increased attack and ranged attack. And then for Empyrean weapons, it's going to be an increased crit hit rate. Um, for Aegis, it's going to be reduced magic damage taken. And then O-Chain is reduced uh, physical damage taken. So that's kind of interesting. I'm I'm worried about what these, uh, these trials are going to be, though. Because, I mean, there's, you know, even with like, um, the last update, some of them were pretty extreme. Yeah, I know a lot of people who had to uh, to do even things like the O chain or or the Aegis. They were pretty upset with how much uh, of these items that they had to go and get. Yeah. They were pretty hard to come by. And it and it's bad. What, what I think makes it even worse too is when Abyssia came out, when the the, the Empyrean weapons came out, they were pretty easy to get for the, for the most part. You know, compared to to Relic and Mythic, like they were you know kind of like the every man's relic, so to speak. Like it was there. Yeah. You know, everyone could get one. But now, as you go to upgrade them, you know the more you, the further along you go with that, the more just I think ridiculous it gets. Like they just the, the requirements seem to be you know crazy. Well, even when you compared Empyreans to relics after the first couple updates, so when we went to eighty and then eighty five, before they changed them, I mean, yeah, people with relic weapons had to do like fifteen hundred kills. Like yeah. that was like ugh, with the weapon skill. Yeah, and you look at that, and that was nothing compared to what you, what they have now. It's like, oh, you need to collect like five hundred drops from Pandemonium Warden or something like. What? Yep, that's ridiculous. And taking all into account with the amount the amount of work that those players would have had to have go through to get their weapons at the time, mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty extravagant to expect it's, them to yeah. have to. It's almost like they had to pretty much put the same amount of work that they put into getting their weapon made in the first place into upgrading it again. Right. And that's annoying too cuz like I mean you you know you're putting all your time and energy to upgrade this weapon and then what happens if you can't upgrade to the last stage, you know? Like well, and moreover that even I remember the uh like the first initial upgrades, the relic weapons were still pretty much um subpar compared to the Empyrean weapons. Yeah. I know and that that was this was an issue I had too with uh with the trial weapon I I had upgraded the uh the Walk of Echoes Great Katana, so I could get the, uh, the weapon skill. Yeah. But then after you know, the couple updates ago, the, they added the the trial was like you know 100 devious die or whatever, and those were you know it was from Walk of Echoes, and the drop rate was terrible. And it's like you know what, I'm not even gonna bother because there's no way I'm gonna be able to get that. It's probably honestly easier for you to go back and just make a Masamune right, and right, right. I mean, and even even if yeah. I don't get it to you know to the last trial, like it would still probably be you know one of the better weapons. It's I don't know. It's and the weird. thing I, I think most people found, too, as the, the level cap went up, it was easier and easier to get the lower stages of the uh, Empyrean weapons done on your own. Yeah. Like, when you were when the cap was 80, it was, you know, extremely difficult to finish, like, a, a Masamune or a Kanagi or something like that, to, just to get the even, like, the base weapon itself. Then when everybody got 85, it was like, oh, this is a piece of cake. Yeah. Moved up to 90. Same thing happened for the level 85 weapons. You walk around Juno, everybody had an 85 uh, Empyrean, right? Right. Yeah, and so now instead of it just being hard, it's just like the most tedious thing known to man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
there wasn't anything that was like super tedious in the game, so they they uh, made these trials up for you guys, just for <laughs> you. Enjoy. It not, must have been another meeting around the conference table. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do to make them have to spend lots of time doing something? Right. Something, something, something. Something, something, Magian Trials. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, something. Trials. Um, oh, we, we totally skipped over the New Year event, too. Um, New Year event, it's up for a few more days. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's only a couple uh, lines uh, of the, the outline, so I totally Christ- missed it. Christmas event is done, so if you didn't get your pants this year, you're not getting them. Or or your furniture items. There's new furniture items this year. Did we do that? Did we do that in the last episode? I can't remember if we did Christmas. Hmm. I don't think oh, no. so. Well, there were three new items in pants, so yeah, if you don't have them now... Uh, <laughs> if you didn't get your Santa pants, tough luck. Better luck next... Well, technically it's not next year anymore, but uh, yeah. Better luck next Christmas. Better luck, you know, 11 months from now. Um, yeah, for uh, New Year's you get a uh, snowman cap. The costume effect turns you into a snow, so uh, there you go. Do it. It's pretty easy to you know, trade stuff to the... Uh, the dragons are walking around. Which, which one of the uh, event quests isn't easy, though? I mean, it's pretty much... I don't know. The Christmas, thing was, the Christmas thing was pretty annoying, to be honest with you. Did you do that one? Yeah, oh yeah, I got my Santa pants plus so, one. So annoying. You're like, all oh, right, I'm going to go and turn this in. The goblin's like, I'm going to steal the thing that you're going to turn in. And you're like, ah, damn it, goblin. Yeah, but gotta, so you... oh, It was such a pain. It's all a matter of having the right job to do. I always do uh, like uh, the events on Corsair because then I can use the uh, bl- uh, what's it called? Not Blitzer's roll, the the one that speeds you up. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I just run around faster, so still I get it done quick. Yeah, still a pain. Um, oh, we did. We totally we, we totally skipped that last bit from the the weapons too. We're just, we're, just, we're just all over the place. Um, Additional features. Yeah. Um, additional plan features uh, such as equipment-specific magic spells and pets. That's interesting. Um, have been postponed to allow for more thorough testing concerning attributes, the number of potential users, and the process by which to obtain them. One consideration is whether to implement such features as another stage of the above upgrades or to apply them to a different set of equipment. Also under deliberation is whether to limit the availability of such equipment or make it relatively simple to obtain. Now, if we follow their history and what they normally do in decision making, it'll probably be <laughs> limit limit the equipment first, make it extremely difficult and annoying, and then after about mm, five years or so, they'll say, okay, yeah, let's make it simple for everybody to get. Right. <laughs> the... the- the mention of pets is interesting, though. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, you know, get this item and or get this, you know, get this hat and you can summon Kate Sith or something. Just now, you know what I was thinking though when I when I saw that was you see uh, magic spells, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. We, still, we still haven't seen Meteor yet, right? right? So <laughs> you're all about you, Meteor, dude. You want you want Meteor? You have to do the most tedious Magian trial ever. ever. <laughs> Could you imagine if they made that oh my the gosh. actual way of getting the spell though that you had to first there, there would be go riots through the, go through the havoc of having to make the actual black there would be spell. there would be riots if they did that oh but I bet you they will because they like to limit the availability of oh. such equipment 
and then make it relatively simple to obtain. The fecal matter would hit the fan so hard if they did that. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh. People would probably just quit and play Call of Duty instead. <laughs> Instant gratification for killing people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll be curious to see what they, they do with that. I don't know. Part of me is kind of worried. I mean, hey, hey, they opened the can of worms by telling people that they were going to at some point allow us to have these spells so maybe I maybe mean, they'll they'll come at back at us with a couple ideas and let us pick kind of like what they did with uh the relic uh, armor upgrades yeah hopefully be nice <laughs> i mean uh, the other the other possibility is too then we still haven't heard anything about it is the uh the tier three merit points mm-hmm we haven't gotten any idea what the categories will be yet, so I could I could easily see Meteor being something in that too, but... I think they, they may be waiting for that, and we'll get into that in a little bit here when we talk about some of the forum stuff. Yes. Um, real quick here, Walk of Echo's Adjustments. Uh, walks 8 through 11, uh, the devious die drop rate is going to be increased so that roughly half of the participants will receive it. That's cool. A little late, but, you know... I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy them all. Probably not. I don't even play Samurai anymore anyway. Walks um, 12 through 15. Uh, enemies are going to drop scrolls for spells learnable at level 96. So there's that. Um, enemy respawn times are going to be shortened in the following locations. Uh, each area of Duckfoot's Tower, Temple of Luepe, Den of Rancor, Sea Serpent Grotto, and Quicksand Caves. Wow, Ugalepi, huh? Good old Temple of Ugly. Yeah. When's if the last time we were out there? Uh, I think the last time I was even around the jungle was when we were in that party and you realized that you had, like, a level 3 red mage sub on your Dragoon. No way. <laughs> it wasn't level 3. You're exaggerating. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I've been it out was, there more recently than that. I just wanted to... It was at least level there. 5. <laughs> oh... Oh man! Um, snap, snap! You next. talk a big game now, but wait to you know try to play Hello Kitty online. <laughs> oh, he dropped it again, Hello Kitty. Oh man! Hello uh, Kitty. Next up, system. next up, new battle system, which sounds like some. It, it has a very, very familiar feeling to it. Uh, Legion. <laughs> which is uh, a new battle system intended to challenge high-level adventures and alliances of 18 to 36 combatants. Legion will feature unique battlefields in which combatants will be pitted against legions of formidable high-level notorious monsters. Slay as many foes as possible within the 30-minute time limit to reap a host of exciting rewards. Alright, so if you want to do this, you got to be level 75 or above, which seems weird that they're not catering it to the, the level 99 people. Yeah, but uh, I wonder then if um, if it'll basically be kind of like Nizalile, um, where the monsters that spawn are based on whatever level you're entering at. I don't know. Well, well, here's here's the next part that that may deal with this. They say that um, in order to enter, um, you have to have three to thirty six participants. So maybe it's capped at level seventy five, so that you could go in with a smaller group of people and still accomplish stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be 360,000 guild to receive the Legion Tome page key item, which is used to uh, kind of like an hourglass type thing to get into there. Um, 
Which seems weird because that's that seems like quite a bit of money. It does. Three hundred sixty. Yeah, I got a, I got a feeling that that'll either drop before it goes on the live servers or it'll drop in another update. Now it's a key item. Does that mean that it's going to be in your inventory permanently? Well, or? ooh, you know what? That's a good call. It's not but, a temporary well, course, key item. Yeah, they don't they don't say if it's temporary or if it's a, if it's a regular key item. So could be it could be like Neo if, Dynamis where you if just buy the thing. Yeah, once if it's a one time thing, that might be alright. Yeah, that'd be okay. That'd be okay. Um, Look at it this way; it gives you something to spend your gill on. <laughs> right, yeah, that's that's another reason I was thinking, like, man, that's high. But it's like I have a lot of gill, though, so <laughs> I don't know if that's really a problem. Um, they say each and H and M defeated will yield items and legion points. Um, and legion points are going to be used to claim uh, rewards from an NPC at a later date. Um, log quality and legion point rewards will increase the more foes you slay. So kill more stuff, get more points, trade them in, and get stuff. Um, they also mentioned that um, when you defeat the monsters, that items will drop in a loot pool, and anybody can lot on them, which is like awesome. Like how it's like yay, you guys should be. <laughs> it's like you guys, you guys figured out what people like for treasure pools. It's like everyone's just like gives the stink eye over to like Void Watch. Like, <laughs> Speaking of Void oh, Watch, uh, yeah, all those updates. By the way, um, Legion, Walk of Echoes, Monster Adjustments, uh, upgrades, and all that—that that is live on the test server. Yes, so if you want to check that out, go uh, sign up for the test server, download that, and all that good stuff. Uh, next up, uh, we have. A post on the forums about Void Watch, which <laughs> is um, less than exciting, but um, nothing really. It it, it surprised you. <laughs> says it says a whole lot of nothing to me. Yeah, basically, what it is is they're addressing some of the suggestions and opinions that people have been stating on the forums. So the first point they address is drop rates of equipment for each chapter. And basically what they say is there are no drop rate differences for equipment in Chapter 1, 2, or 3. Each has the same amount of rarity, and there are no differences between chapters. So a lot of people have basically been trying to sort of pluck their mind and figure out exactly how their uh, loot system works. Because obviously people have said in the past they'd like to see a different kind of treasure system. One that we've been a little bit more familiar with, like with H&Ms, with uh, Sky, etc., and with the way Void Watch is right now, it makes it extremely difficult to get gear. So that's what they're answering here. Um, so when you look at uh, your chapter one, two, and three, basically what they're trying to say is that they're all the same. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and for the people out there that have done Void Watch, I'm sure you're all equally as frustrated when you see these types of answers, because I know myself, I've done. Uh, a lot of evenings trying to kill certain VNMs in the tier three, uh, and hoping to get you know a rare piece of armor. And we, you know, out of say fifty tries, only see one or two pieces, and it goes to people who can't really use can't it or already have it. it or... Exactly. So um, the next point they uh, they address is bonuses for players who spawn the monster. I guess this is just I guess defunking the myth. You know, people obviously uh, I know within my group that was doing Void Watch, this was one thing that we had sort of uh, talked about maybe potentially being a factor was whether or not the person who spawns the monster actually gets some kind of bonus towards the uh, mm-hmm. the hard 
to to highly sought after items. Only rather. if they're facing north. Yeah, they have to be facing north. <laughs> uh, they have to make sure it's on Water's Day, and yeah. uh, it has to be at an even number. Mm-hmm. So it'd be possible to look into this if other players who pay the cost receive the same effects. For example, receiving the same benefits when using the maximum amount of cells. So that's another thing. If if you haven't done Void Watch, um, one of the things that you can do is you can trade cells that help uh, basically boost your uh, what's it called? The the colors. The colors. Yes, I want to. Call it, <laughs> I, there's not a name for the, it. the colors. <laughs> it'll help. It'll help boost the portion of the rainbow. The alignment. That's what the word. There, was. there you go. The alignment. Um, Can we so call it the rainbow anyway? <laughs> that sounds, yeah. sounds something about that sounds so much better. You know, double rainbow it sounds so much happier. Yes. So uh, basically, it, it's the same song and dance they've said before. You know, they want to make sure with the whole system of Void Watch that it's as fair as possible to everybody. So if basically what they're saying is, is if the person who's spawning the monster has submitted the same amount of cells. As somebody else, they want to make sure that it's fair and equal, that, you know, it's uh, it's the same. So they say in extreme cases, only the player spawning the monster would consume Void Stones and continuous battles would take place, which would eliminate the good point of Void Watch, where each member receives their own reward and would also develop long claim times. So... I think it's With, funny that they say the good point of Void Watch is that each member <laughs> receives their own reward when that's like the biggest complaint. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh man, when I read that sentence, I'm just like, my teeth are grinding. You're like, you, you like do the double take. You're like, wait. Yeah, okay, they, they did just say that. <laughs> they just say this is the good point because this is the point that pisses everybody off. Yeah, that's, that's the issue that a lot of people are having. Yeah, and see, the thing is, is that it it doesn't bother people that everybody gets their own rewards. It's just that we need some way, shape, or form where there's, you know... A way to distribute stuff that you can't use. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I think we had brought up, I don't know if it was last episode, or might even not have been in in the episode, we might have been just talking afterwards. But, uh, you know, having a system where, say, like right now... uh, you know, with uh, what we've been familiar with, with like, you know, old expansions is you get things like Imperial Standing, you get, you know, like a point system, right? That's usually uh, something that you get, you know, in campaign or you get it, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. It'd be nice if they'd give you some kind of points every time you kill the monster. And then if you don't get the item, say, from the treasure box, once you accumulate, you know, an mm-hmm. astronomical amount of these points, you can just go and, and buy and thing. it's funny because the, it seems like the development team is so set on this loot system that they have for Void Watch, but then you know we we hear about Legion, and it's like okay stuff drops in the pool and you get points to spend. It's like, wait, so you do know what we want, but you're not ch- changing it? Like, uh, huh? Yeah. It's kind of confusing. A, it's just another one of those things. Though, though at the same time, <laughs> Legion also seems like it's like. I don't know, like Einaryar or like Nizel mixed yeah. with uh, with the Swarm BC that they had at uh, at the last fan fest. Like that's what it reminds me of. When I read it, I was thinking because uh, I, I play uh, like FPS games on the console. I was I was thinking at the top of my head, I'm like, oh man, that kind of 
reminds me of like firefight in Halo or something like that. <laughs> right. You just have like waves and waves of monsters coming at you. Yeah, that was that was the the swarm BC back at uh, FanFest 2008. You know, like how they would have like those special BCs you could enter. It was this yeah. one where you go, uh, you enter it, I think, in like Roland Berry Fields S, and you just basically go into one of the like the Moblin Maze Monger or the you know the past like kind of tunnel areas or whatever, and you just fight a bunch of mobs for the time limit, and that was it. And that's what it kind of sounds like here, except you get like points, kind of like you know you would in in like Einar Yar or something. Yeah. So it sounds kind of like a, a mixture of that. So it's kind of like splicing different, which yeah, and you know what? To me. Legion sounds more exciting than the direction they're going with Voidwatch. And it's unfortunate, too, yes. because, you know, Voidwatch has uh, aspects of it that are definitely enjoyable. Um, but that treasure system, which is supposed to be your reward for doing it, is, you know, I think in most of the players' opinions, quite flawed. So, I mean, for them to say, oh, it eliminates the good point that everybody gets their own reward, it's kind of like... Well, you and, know, you know, an, an issue with that, too, is, yeah, okay, everybody gets their own reward... 99% of those rewards are being sold to NPCs, and that's bringing a lot of money into the game. Exactly. So, you know. So, I guess I digress. We'll have to go on to the next. So, the next point they point <laughs> out is, if we talk about that, we'll be here for an hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, the next point they address is crew are needed for atmosite upgrades. Uh, so, for the amount of crew are needed to upgrade atmosites, the idea was to acquire these beforehand in Abyssia. But to upgrade atmosites while receiving Kurura's rewards in Voidwatch. So, basically, in order to save Kurura, it's possible to increase the amount gained by using cells so, to participate in battles. This Love makes... Uh, do they know the way that they designed their game? <laughs> they, say, they say they don't want people to acquire these beforehand in Abyssia, and they want people to upgrade these via Kurura earned by Voidwatch. Do you know how, like not efficient that is like it's so much easier to do it in abyssia absolutely i get and you know what i look at it this way too because i know that when i was doing void watch like and going out like for an entire night and you know doing your crew upgrades and using crew to get the uh the cells and expending them and that sort of a thing i always found that by the end of the night after you're done all your fights you pretty much ended up being even to where you started so you know, I just look at it like, oh, if you want us to spend more career, then you should probably be giving us more career from doing the fights. Yeah, it's it's just weird because I mean, I mean, they come out with Abyssia, so much easier to level, and you know, then they introduce like Grounds of Valor. It's like, okay, and now we have it's like, oh yeah, we want you to get all the the Amosite upgrades via the crew from Voidwatch, but that's slower than this other method, like. And if they really, if they really wanted it to be standalone, all they would have had to do is just make another kind of thing. Again, <laughs> just like Kruer, just like Imperial mm-hmm. Standing, just like campaign points or Imperial nodes, whatever. So just I mean, another, it's I mean, it's, it's good it's that you same, can you know. get it in Abyssia, but the, the the reasoning for for that, like they actually have a reason for people to get it outside of Abyssia when it's that much slower, like that. That, that seems odd to me. Yeah, uh, it's like they needed an, you know another color for alignment, so they're like uh, crew war. Okay, here you go, guys. Enjoy. So some of the other areas they uh, they basically said that they want to turn their focus to just based on some of the feedback they've had, uh, weakness and rewards. 
So basically, they what else see here? Since exploiting the monsters' weaknesses is directly linked to the rewards, it seems like players are focusing on creating parties that can quickly defeat monsters whose weaknesses can be exploited easily. Um, basically, what they're trying to say is they want people to put a little bit more strategy into it. So, while having more fun on a larger scale. I mean, coming from somebody who's had a, a Void Watch group that's done this on a lot of occasions, we pretty much came came up with like a cookie cutter setup, and it involves just sending summoners in there and killing it down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until they make it any different i mean i can't see us playing it any differently you know what i mean <laughs> like, right and and it's a shame because it seems like no matter what they do you always end up with this cookie cutter kind of group like you know you had all your your really specific setups for cop back in the day and then abyssia comes out and it's like okay well you need people for triggers you know and triggers was kind of the the you know now we have triggers for void watch too it's like okay we need you know these kind of people and it's it's a little more lax than it was with Abyssia. Abyssia was a little more, a little more specific. Yeah. Uh, whereas with you know Void Watch or you know even stuff like in you know Dynamis now with Prox, it's just, it's just like just fight it and see what happens. You know, like <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's, so the it's other gotten better. Yeah. So the other thing they they said they wanted to address was the weakness revamps. So I guess uh, to make the long story short of that, they're just going to tweak. I guess uh, which weaknesses. Uh, affect each mob so they're going to adjust the distribution of temporary items as well so uh, an addition to of option to destroy rewards so currently players need to receive all rewards at once however since it's inconvenient when the rare item you want already possessed and you're unable to receive the rewards they'll be making it possible to get rid of the item without obtaining it we are planning to implement this during the week's test server update. You know what's also inconvenient? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to finish that. Like, <laughs> your mom. You know what else is inconvenient, Square Enix? The whole treasure system in the first place. There Fix it. Go. Point. Final. <laughs> <laughs> Point. Final. Uh, subsequent follow-ups. Depending on route monster, depending on the players, they're becoming split into popular and unpopular. The whole thing is becoming unpopular because of the treasure system. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be continuing to find ways to make it so it's easy for players to take on the, these routes later and gather party members. Hmm. So. Hmm. Basically, I mean... After you like when you when you I saw that they it were is. it's the monsters that <laughs> drop the crap gear that nobody wants. Yeah. And, and see, here's the thing, right? You you see the threads posted on by uh, by uh, the community rep, and you see the title of the thread. Seriously, Void Watch loot system, come on! And you see that something's posted on. It, you're like, oh, like fantastic. Maybe they're actually going to address it now. And you read through that whole post, yeah. and after you read through the whole thing, you're like. So you're not gonna change the loot system? You know, in in <laughs> in their defense, though, um, you know they they get these you know the responses from the developers, and they don't make a thread for it. They kind of find like the best fit thread, you know, so to speak. So they're like, yeah, okay, true. they're talking about Void Watch over here. We'll throw it in here. I mean, regardless, it'll show up on Dev Tracker, but um, you know they want to put it in a thread where it at least kind of makes sense. So it's all right. Now, I don't it know is how, funny. Yeah, I don't know how many likes 
many of the other threads that they put out get, but uh, this one only has seven. <laughs> I, I don't know who you seven. Should we, should we search? <laughs> should we start keeping track of the likes for for Dev Tracker? See what happens. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know who who those seven people were, but uh, <laughs> maybe they were trying to hit back or something like that, and they hit like by accident. I don't know, but uh, anyways. Let's talk about something more exciting. Is, you know, you know what? All right, so wait, that had that had seven, seven likes. The, the comment about uh, that they <laughs> made later on uh, in the Dragoon thread about um, someone asking him to, to look into like a lower call wyvern timer. He's like, I'm pretty sure we did this when we reduced it from two yeah. hours to twenty minutes. No, that has eight likes. <laughs> that is See? one more like than Void Watch. Phantom uh, oh, uh, Rule. Yes. Exciting stuff. All you Corsair lovers out there. Um, I think this was probably something that came up originally, I think, during the summertime, where uh, they were looking and fielding out with Corsairs. This was actually right when the forums came out. That's when it was. Yeah, the big the uh, big thing was they wanted like an 11 rule to be better, and it just kind of took off from there, and now they're doing all these different changes. Yeah, so they asked players for feedback, and people kind of uh, submitted what they were doing. And uh, so they have finally posted their sort of plan with what they're going to do with this. Uh, and it looks like if you have Dragon Roll and you have Puppet Roll, whatever they used to be, they're Your now play. going to be the opposite. So uh, Dragon Roll is now going to enhance pet accuracy, which I guess makes more sense too, because I've always thought that. Uh, <laughs> Not that I've ever really had to use drag and roll, but uh... well, well, see, nobody <laughs> uses these to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> the, before the drag and roll was enha- uh, enhanced pet magic attack and magic accuracy, but it doesn't affect wyvern breath. So, what? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. So, and so now, basically, your puppet roll will enhance your pet magic attack and accuracy, which makes so more it, sense. So, it does make more sense, and it'll help out, you know, too. With uh, it's, it's kind, of, I think it's but, funny because like Dragoon's always getting all like the crazy accuracy stuff, even though they have like what four or five like native enhanced accuracy traits or something. They always, yeah. they still always get accuracy stuff. Now they have an accuracy roll for their wyvern. So there you go. That makes total sense to me. Absolutely. So, and then they basically commented on a, on a couple of uh, questions people had in regards to some of the other roles out there. Uh, many people were commenting on Blitzer's role. They were asking if, uh, if they could change Blitzer's role so it was more, uh, I guess, like a haste or a march, where you would get basically a lower delay but wouldn't reduce your TP gained. Uh, and basically their comment on it was, we don't plan on changing this because... We don't want to make it similar to Haste and March. These spells have an influence on magic. So I think I agree with that, though. I, I think that absolutely makes sense. Um, I, I know I've when I go into Iron Harrier, I usually use Blitzer's role from the melee in the group. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing large groups, uh, things usually they don't care about their TP or their store TP, especially if you're a samurai or something like that. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the jobs that need to worry about store TP to the point where they're, you know, they have like a six hit build or whatever. They're, they're probably good already. You don't need, yeah. Roll, roll a dice card thing. And nor, and normally most samurais nowadays are, or I guess even if you're like, you're a dark knight or anything like that too, it, normally they have, uh, like a, a, an equipment setup that has more store TP than needed. 
So even if your delay was reduced, then yeah. you're still going to have five hit or six hit. I wonder if, if anyone's gone into the Corsair forums and just trolled, like, so what's the deal? They're rolls, but they're card animations. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's more of an issue than, like, store TP on a roll to me. Like, yeah. Dice and cards, what's going on? Uh, the next topic they talked about was uh, single target rolls. Um, which I guess, you know, like, I guess from coming from the standpoint, of course, it would have been pretty cool if you could have done something like that. You know, if you have a paladin in the group, if you mm-hmm. could go and, and target a specific role onto him without uh, canceling out some of the roles in the other group. Because I know one of the, the uh, struggles that you always have with Corsair is you're kind of running back and forth, kind of like how bards have to do. And so <laughs> it sometimes doesn't give you the opportunity to stand there and, you know, fire some bullets off. If you've got to get like your, you know, right. melee melee standing in one I have, place, and... I have this image in my head. Like if they allowed this, even though like they use, you know, the old animations, cards, whatever, like of like this corsair just like looking over at somebody and like flicking a die and like hitting them in the head with it. Like here, <laughs> here's your roll. <laughs> or like uh, <laughs> flaps this flat with uh, a deck of cards out in front of them. Mm-hmm. Here, fifty-two pickup just for you. Um, so essentially they said that Corsairs have the ability to support party members with their roles similar to Bards however while Bards spend most of their time uh, battle supporting party members with songs Corsairs don't spend the same amount of time with support and were made to have surplus of time so they can attack so basically what they're trying to say is, is that with the amount of delay that you have right now and normally I think if you've merited it it's usually around a minute and then the the rolls themselves last for about five and a half minutes uh you kind of bounce around to where you need to and you should have enough time between rolls to get some shots off do some quick draws get some damage in there whereas what they're trying to say is that bards don't get that opportunity yeah Yeah, you could also interpret that as just because bards can use daggers doesn't mean you should be fighting yeah (laughs) so this is why the effect duration and recast time on rolls have been set to be longer than songs Makes sense. So, yeah, and I and you know what I I think that uh, part of learning how to play Corsair was uh, learning about how to place yourself when you're doing your roles, so that your roles with oh, yeah. specific characters and Definitely. placement you know. and timing. Exactly. I mean, it's just like thief. If you don't know how to set, uh, sneak attack, trick attack, by the time you're you know level forty, then you're gonna have issues. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So uh, the next uh, and last thing they sort of discussed was. Um, whether or not healer's role would enhance the potency of waltzes. No. And they said, unfortunately, it will not. Cure potency does not equal waltz potency, unfortunately. So, but that doesn't rule out whether or not they could potentially someday come up with another role that deals specifically with waltz potency. I would rather them just update healer's role to include waltz potency. Well, obviously I would too, but I think based on what it's, they said. You know, it's, it's, it's healer's role, right? Like that wouldn't... Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't see here fuse. I don't. Um, there was another post that they had on uh, the phantom rolls that said what they were going to do with the uh, the eleven rolls. Do you know where that was? Oh, did I miss that? Whoops. Yeah, I'm going to try and find it right now too. Okay. Damn it, so Mercy, that... you're all over everything. On top of man. you're like just on top of stuff. Uh, no, shoot that. You go, this. Canadian bro. I was I was trolling uh, the Phantom Roll stuff just because it. You know, <laughs> I'm the Corsair guy. You should be, I, I, you should I, be I, the guy that shows up and, and and brings up the whole dice versus cards debate. <laughs> yeah, 
you want me to post it? I'll go into the Corsair forums <laughs> and post it. That would be funny. And then when I'm done, I'll go in the French forums and type it up in French. Ooh, there you go. Say the same thing to them. Um, Keski so fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I think it, anything about. You know what? I think it was the. It was a while ago. I think it was the first post, maybe, because I think they started it, didn't they? Mm. I'll find it here. Hey, Steak, how's Hello Kitty going? Uh, I haven't installed it. I didn't. I didn't want to like mess with my PC. Yeah, we were like, recording. Yeah. There you go. I, I found it now. Okay. So be careful. Um, basically, uh, if you look um, just earlier in the post on the forums, if for those of you that are interested for the Phantom Roll adjustments, it's on the first page, about halfway down. They uh, they actually have uh, adjusted the actual uh, effect values, the percentages. Of- oh yeah, right, right. Of the rolls, and they go. I'm not going to go over each and every one of them, but uh, basically, if you look at the uh, 11 bonus, it's been increased substantially in comparison to a lot of the other numbers. So I, I know that before, one of the things that I did uh, as a Corsair was I, I used to just kind of get something that was sort of halfway through, close to the lucky number, and you know, if it wasn't the unlucky number, I used to just kind of leave it. Because there really was never much incentive to get 11, especially when you're, you know, level 80, level 85, level 90, level 95. So, mm-hmm. luckily now for us at level 99, with these adjustments, some of these roles might actually become useful again. So they comment on, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of them. But uh, just to give you an idea, like uh, Draken roll, since we just talked about that one, um, if you were to get uh, an 11. The old value was plus 18. The new value is plus 22 for the 11. And your bonus will be plus 8 on top of that. So it'll put it up to plus 30. Nice. So plus 30. Uh, and, of course, that's accuracy now for your pet. So. Right. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Dragoon. Yeah, I think... Because uh, we're... we. we are talking about this probably a little longer than we should. It's drawing out a little bit. Um, so there was this post uh, about uh, things they're looking to add for uh, Dragoon, and I <laughs> totally didn't uh, bookmark the original post for that, because I'm awesome like that. It's I all have, good. I have the second one. <laughs> I, I know how excited you were to talk about this all night. I know. I know I'm excited it. as Steak is about Hello Kitty. <laughs> there it is. Um, they say that our, uh, they ask if there's plans to adjust uh, haste uh, for Spirit Surge. And they say that haste is split into two categories, magic and equipment. You know, we know this kind of stuff. They say that Spirit Surge uh, currently falls into the magical category, but uh, in order for this to be changed, so it's treated neither as magical nor equipment, it's necessary to edit the programming itself, and that takes time. Um, they're not able, we're not able to uh, inform you uh, the other day at the same time uh, as the other adjustments, but we've completed the work to make it possible to make Spirit Surge's Haste Effect be in its own category, similar to uh, Hasso, and we'd like to implement this on the test server along with the Jump and Wrath adjustments uh, due to the adjustment uh, number of attack rounds in a given time frame will increase. We're planning to keep the effect duration of Spirit Surge at 60 seconds, so we're going to have another form of Haste available during a two-hour effect, which is... That could be fun. <laughs> of course, it could. Haste is always fun. Um, and now, and now, all the people who used to play Dragoon are going to go start playing it again, right? Um, 
They say it's similar to the effect of the white magic spell Kursna, uh, the new uh, Curse and Bane uh, removal breath, will have a chance to cure death, but there is a chance that it can miss. So, As with everything else. Right. And that and that chance will probably be about 75% chance that it'll miss. We'll see. Um, they say... Uh, or somebody has said that if you're going to add stats to high jump, you should remove the shared recast timer with soul jump. And they say that soul jump and spirit jumps uh, usage interval were set on the basis that they share recast timers. Um, so since they've reached the limit system-wise for recast timers, uh, it's not going to be possible to split anymore. Um, they've been exploring other possibilities, uh, but for the short term, uh, solution is difficult. So they uh, apologize. They haven't finalized anything yet. Um and we'll get more into that in a minute here. Um, they say, what about the order uh, of the use for status cures? Will it be possible to use multiple times? Can we choose? Um, and they say that uh, in the case you're inflicted with multiple status ailments, remove breath will only cure one of them. Uh, the status ailments cured will be selected based on level. Uh, but there's no room to look. Uh, there is still room to look into priorities. So let us know your feedback. Uh, and they posted later on with... Um, what they have uh, currently for what they're thinking for priority, which is paralyzed into curse and death, disease, plague, petrify, blind, and poison. Which I think is probably... That sounds right. Paralyzed should always get out of there first. Yes. Because you, you can't, you know, trigger you know, stuff like that if you're paralyzed. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, yeah, because it, well, it's a pet ability. So can you still be paralyzed with that? I don't know. Total brain. Can you like? Can you use blood packs on summoner if you're paralyzed? Can those get stopped? Uh, I've never played summoner enough to yeah. know. But if the answer is yes, then I would say the same would apply to to the wyverns. And so, yeah, you would want paralyzed yeah. gone first. Um, anyway, um, the the big thing with this post, and some people were kind of freaking out, is they talked about uh, the recast timer limitations. Um, so the way it, that it works, it says. Um, for the main job, or for a main job, uh, the current maximum number of abilities that you can have with a recast timer is 12. Um, and then, you know, you can assume that you would have, you know, maybe another 12 um, from support job abilities. So that'll bring it up to a, a total of 24 abilities with recast timers. Uh, they say that Dragoon's pretty much, you know, reached that limit of the allocated 12 recast timers for the main job. Um, so in order to add jumps to Dragoon, which already has a large number of abilities, um, we base you know they base the stats on the fact that uh, the recast would have to be shared because they can't make any more abilities. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. It makes me wonder, you know, for you know, down the road, you know, what other jobs are kind of at this cap, right? Like, are we going to see any more abilities after this? You know, like, yeah. or whether it'll just be traits or something like that. I mean, but makes, but makes you wonder. The good news is, you know, going by that rationale, you know, dancer probably has like what ten abilities left. Yeah, that they can get <laughs> since everything's a <laughs> shared timer. Yeah, uh, a little dancer humor for you guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of. I don't know. It look. I mean, it, it sounds like they're they're looking into ways where they can maybe get around this or. And maybe that'll have something to do with our, you know, software and hardware upgrades, right? My suggestion would be take the, you know, take the the abilities that deal with, like, you know, for Dragoon, it's, you know, Dragon, Samurai, it's Demons. Take those, get rid of them, turn them into, like, traits somehow, 
Yeah. Nobody uses those. I can't tell you the last time I used Warding Circle. You know, you know, the last time I used it, it was right after they updated it. Yeah. And I don't even just remember. To, I don't just even remember what. <laughs> I don't even remember what they changed to it. But it wasn't like some gotcha they made thing. It, yeah, they made it more potent or something yeah, like that. Right. And it still wasn't even at that it's point still, worthwhile. Like, okay. Yeah. That's neat. I guess. Let's get rid we of those. updated turn, warding circle. Turn that them into turn them. You know, weaken them. Turn them into a trait. Yeah, yeah I mean, and you, te- and you tend to wonder too now if whether or not they'll maybe look at some of the other job abilities and turning them into traits too. Maybe, you know. Oh. Well, and my question is too. You know, they they talk about um, abilities with recast timers. What about a? I mean, and it it's never never going to happen. You know, an ability without a recast timer, which is essentially a trait. Yeah, but is you know what's the limit on those? Well, is you know is there a trait limit? I think it's just interesting to see that they're actually coming out and saying, "Yeah, there is a limit," and mm-hmm. this is what it is. Here's the exact number of what the limit is. Yeah, stop bugging us about it. This is what we can do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, imagine before. I mean, if they hadn't said that to you, and you know, you're trying to go use more than twelve abilities for. <laughs> whatever reason that might be all right. and, and all of a sudden you're locked from using it you're like what the hell I can't jump right my jump's available but I can't do it what's going on that would be a very sad day for dragoons everywhere yeah alright that is it for news that was a Ooh. oh that was a doozy. That was like an hour and a half. That was like it. a lot of news, dude. Like we haven't I had know. that much in a long time. <laughs> I don't. I don't smoke, but I feel like I need a cigarette after that. that I was... know. I have a head. I have a headache. There was so much news. You have a headache. Uh, I have a headache because... from laughing so hard because of the. You Hello... must have a head. <laughs> you must have a headache because you're waiting to install Hello Kitty and it's taking longer than you. Uh... I play Hello Kitty. He's like sitting there tapping his feet, looking at his watch. He's like, "Hurry up, guys! I want to play this." And create a look for your character. Cultivate your farm. Decorate your house. Train your pets. Or make yourself a whole new set of clothes. What have I done? Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Hello Kitty news um, coming at you. (laughs) All right, that'll take us into bragging rights here. First up, we have D-Striker. Return to Final Fantasy XI and stood at their mod house trying to figure out what they were going to do. Or try to figure out what I was going to do when they stopped playing. Uh, Broke 90, 95 caps, got Blue Mage to 96, and should uh, hit within the hour. The party doesn't die off, so that's cool. Getting back into the game, yeah. V v v v v v to the power of four. V v v v. There's too many v's. Yeah. Well, and there's that. There's that indie game too. It's like v v v v v v v. Yeah. What's with all the v's? Too many v's. I can see uh, why Snake has a headache now. Right. It's all the v's. <laughs> v, 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 v. Uh, anyway, uh, they got a, a busy zone. Uh, all Abyssy Zone uh, Kateri cleared and beat Shinryu and got their first plus two relic gear, the uh, Assassin's Pool Lane, so that's pretty cool. Congrats on that. Yeah. Uh, Raven B got their uh, Malefic Dagger. It's very Malefic, Oops. or so I hear. What is a Malefic Dagger? Enlight- enlighten me. It is a weapon. It's a short-bladed item. And uh, you hold does it, it come, on... Does it come from Voidwatch or something? Or... Uh... That's a good question. I'm going to have to look this up, because I've never heard of it. <laughs> I can do the next one, though, if you want to look There's that There's so many daggers coming out these days. Oh! I feel so stupid. You know what it is. It's the... It's the, uh... One of the 
for uh <laughs> relic weapon stages. So, oh, I uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I feel so stupid. I'm like looking it up. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so he's basically trying to make. He's okay. going for the yeah. This is uh. He's going for uh. What's it called? Mando doesn't have doesn't have the uh, the weapon skill on it in Dynamis yet, but I think it's like okay. a stage or two before that. But he's he's progressing for relic for sure. So either way, congrats, cool. man. Yeah. I know I know <laughs> yeah. how uh, I know how long and painful that road can be. So, I hope you uh, enjoy uh, farming Neo Dynamis. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, here we have Samos. Uh, got their level ninety uh, Rangium. Uh, the 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 pole arm. The dragoon pole arm. The pole arm, people. It's the pole arm. It's the dragoon pole arm. Uh, finished up Paladin A three gear. Uh, plus plus the head, body, and hand. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, plus one. I forget. It's like. Yeah, there's plus ones and plus twos and plus bajillions. I don't know. It's hard to keep track of them these days. Uh, gearing up for Pandemonium Run tomorrow should be fun. Good old PW. I haven't fought Pandemonium Warden yet. Neither have I. You know, my, my link shell was, was setting up some Pandemonium Warden runs, maybe stuff. I'm like, cool, when are you doing it? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing it this night, this night. And I'm like, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you do this to me? Oh well, it's the way it I've goes. seen. Uh, I've actually seen people put shouts in Juno for it, and I've been so tempted to just be like, "Can really? I come?" Like, I just, I just want to experience the fight. I think that'd be fun in and of itself. Yeah, I can't see that. Like, I don't know. There's always that that kind of stigma attached with pickup groups, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. I don't know if I if I would want to join that or. Hmm. Mind you, you know, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, it's a level 75 mob. If a pickup group can't kill it by now, <laughs> they probably leveled their jobs in Abyssia. There you go. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take us uh, into our emails. We've got two emails this week. Stake, you want to take those? We'll, we'll, we'll give you some time to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a whole lot to discuss stop, there. Stop reading the Hello Kitty manual. I was... I was... Just put a bookmark in it. So awesome. <laughs> Wait, did you put the emails in the I did, yeah. It is. It's on the Google it's on the Google Doc. Word, 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 word. By the way, word, 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 I don't word. know. I don't think we actually mentioned this. Yeah, we didn't mention it. Uh, what we're doing now for PFA and AR, Aetherite Radio for those of you who don't speak initials. Uh, <laughs> we are prepping Google Docs, uh, you know, maybe a few days before the show, week before the show. Um, basically just outlining the show what we're going to be talking about um, and we are making them available for commenting so what we're going to do we'll tweet them out a couple times during the week and what you can do is you can go over it see if there's anything that's missing or you know there's something you want to add or you have comments on something you can click on the little comments button up in the corner uh, leave a comment you know say hey you should talk about this or you know something like that and uh, we can adjust the uh, the outline accordingly before we do the show so uh, just another way to uh, try and get uh, you know everybody involved in the in this show. So we want to do the show that you guys want to hear. So this is your way to uh, make sure we can do that. And if you're not already following us on Twitter, it's at PetFoodAlpha. Yeah, for sure. Twitter emails for real. Bragging rights for reels. I, I cried a little bit today because there's for, not a lot of people for reels doing any of this stuff. So 
We're gonna we're gonna try and step it up a little bit here. See if we can get. Uh... We're we're stepping into the uh, the year 2012 in a big way. Yes. New hosts and new things. Bigger shoes. Because you said stepping and you know like. I see what you did there. Right. I could or or, or you know some random dancer reference because they they step and. Email steak so I can look like less of an idiot for a shorter period of time. That'd be great. <laughs> Emails, come on, steak. Killing me, man. Stop installing Hello Kitty. Let's go. I'm not installing Hello Kitty. I already I'm playing Hello Kitty. Not- steak, <laughs> trying steak. to make my character. Steak, you get to read the Lady Lindsay one. A character here. All right. Uh, first email comes from VV, 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 VV. He says, I noticed Square Enix pulled all of their music from iTunes and Amazon's digital download stores. Seems like a bad move. Why do you think that is? I did not know this. You did yeah, that... because you put it on the... You put I... it on the... At the time I read the email initially, I did not hear of this. Shut up. Uh, I, I don't know why they would. To be honest with you. Um... Um, does unless it, does, maybe does it cost them anything to have it on there? I don't know. You know they they do have uh, their own online store, right? Because yeah. they you can get uh, Final Fantasy fourteen digital download there now. Um, I, I wonder if they're moving it up, you know, over to there, which which seems less convenient. Um, and it's weird that they did anything with it at all because you know that that Square Enix music website has been outdated and sitting there for years. Yeah. Um, but I, my my best guess at this, um, way back in the day when they um, first announced Krista, they said that you would be able to buy things with it outside of like MMO subs. Yeah. So maybe they're going to be putting it into some type of system where you can purchase it with Krista. I, I, that's what I got. <laughs> but, but but I mean, and the same token. Here's here's a point. Like, if you're gonna do that, that's all fine. That's great. But does it not make sense to have your your stuff available in more than one place? Right. And something like iTunes, which is, I would you would you would really pro- like, if you're doing much, music, you want yeah. it on iTunes. It's like it doesn't pretty much the standard nowadays. You're gonna if you if you are actually someone who pays for music. Generally speaking, you probably pay for it at I- on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I would think, anyways. Right. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. the other thing, maybe maybe licensing expired or something like that. They have to renew licensing and then they'll s- put it out again. That's such uh, a logical answer. <laughs> you're so logical, Percy. You and your bagged milk. You're so logical. Look at you bringing logic into this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> We we like to keep our milk in bags. What can I say? The bird agrees. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Hey, steak. Yes, sir. Lady Lindsay awaits. She does. Yep. She okay. wrote you an email. It's for you. Does that mean we can't listen to it? All right, Lady Lindsay. I don't know. What's... <laughs> I'm writing to ask about Legion. I saw Fusion post about uh, post about it going live on the test server. I was wondering if he had a, a choice, a chance to try it. Well, I can't read today. No. It happens. Yeah. 
I read maybe this... maybe it'll teach you how to read in Hello Kitty Online. Maybe. Yeah. I read the description and it just seems all of the it just seems all that bold uh bold and it just it seems all that bold and fresh Did she mean doesn't seem that bold and fresh? It got it just, me thinking about why Square Enix is adding new mediocre things to do when there's already a bunch of old mediocre things. <clears throat> Um, would not time spent developing Legion be better spent revamping an existing system already in place? Mm -hmm. Uh, perhaps such an action would bring people back into aspects of the game long discarded. I feel sorry for the man that invented the monster battles at the Coliseum. I can't even remember what it's called. Pancration. Pancration. As overlooked as that system was, uh, it's obvious that someone spent a lot of hard work to develop it. For what? I bet you can. I bet you can count on For one. ZNMs. Yeah. I bet you can <laughs> count on one hand how many times that system was used in Final Fantasy XI in the last week. I can. I don't think you would need any hands. I don't think. I think you could count it on <laughs> yeah. zero hands. That's probably. what I'm saying. If you clench all your fingers and your thumb into a fist, that's pretty much how many. So much that you're punching yourself out. <laughs> yep. Punching yourself <laughs> in the face. Lol. So many people are doing pancreation. She says, I have a feeling that in a culture with such uh, a deep reverie for honor and pride, there's a sorrow filled slightly... Uh, there's a sorrow... <laughs> I like overweight Japanese man contemplating slicing off his little his slicing off his little chocobo in effort to atone for the terrible disgrace uh, his uh, rarely used battle system has brought to the corporation. Poor Japanese uh, man. No, nah, he's probably just working on Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two. Dude, no, that game's done though, dude, man. How are you like putting the little cursor on the? That's that's part of Google Docs, man. I'm, it's I'm, live. I'm, I'm logged in, dude. How do you it's do live. that? It's live. You log yeah. in and you have editing rights, which you do not currently. So just deal with it. You uh, probably I'm just like I'm reading the email and I'm seeing Fusion X's little cursor move around. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> you are anonymous user eighty five oh two. Technology, man. Ooh wee. All right. So he says, she says, please, Square, save the chocobos, revamp and improve old content. Don't force feed us more junk. In closing, if Fusion thinks the Legion system is cool, just disregard the whole self-mutilation thing. Ciao! I guess it comes down to if I think it's cool, then, huh? Yeah, well, that doesn't matter what we think. Right. Here's, 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 here's what I think. I think it's a little bit of you know it's it's elements from older systems um it's recycled monsters it, it sounds like we're just fighting hnms yeah so it seems like there was little effort put into creating this um but at the same time after coming you know after looking at void watch they're giving us what we want yeah we want you know stuff in a loot pool uh you know the idea of being able to turn in points for rewards that's you know we're getting that so you know <laughs> I, I the saying beggars can't be choosers i i 
you know, I, I think about it like it's probably a good thing that you're starting to see a little bit more. And, and even if you want to call it recycled, it's, it's still technically new. It's new content. Well, and, and, you know, something else to consider, too, is the last time they tried to give us, like, you know, something totally new and original, we got, like, Pancreation. Yeah. Right? And no one does it. Yeah. So they're, you know, in, in a way, I guess you could you could think that they're kind of they're playing it safe, you know? Yeah. Um, they're giving they're giving people something of of what they've had before that they know was successful in the past, just so that they don't set themselves up for failure. But the thing to keep in mind is, she makes the point that you know she's hoping that they're still revamping old content, and they as are. you can yeah. see in all of our last three, four, five, six updates. That's what they're still doing. So it's nice to see there's something new coming out, but at right. the same time, you, we all know that Nizel Isle's coming out in the next update. Yes. So, I, so. I am actually really looking forward to that. Absolutely. And we know that there's a lot of things that are going to change for TOAU content in the next update in March. So I know that's something I'm really excited for. I've been sort of waiting and waiting and waiting a long time for it, especially uh, since I've been working towards a mythic so yeah and even you know even the news of legion coming out is a good sign that means that they're kind of at the stage where maybe a lot of their their planning for revamping of older content is is coming to a close where they think that they've done enough for this older content and so now they're working on the new stuff the stuff that everyone really wants to see well Uh, the other thing is too is you think of things like uh you know dynamis that's already been revamped yeah um we now know that obviously Nizel Isle's getting a good revamping. Salvage um, is next. I would yes, think. Salvage is, is probably on the way, and so is probably, uh, uh, what was I going to say, Limbus. Of course, if they, uh, you know, maybe not even Salvage, because if they're they're changing Nizel to include Alexandrites, you know, maybe they true. wouldn't even need to touch Salvage, because for the most part, Salvage is pretty easy now. Now, the only thing, well, I would say they still need to do a couple things for Salvage, because... I know they reduced it down to three people, but let's be honest. I think if somebody really wants to, you know, do salvage, they should be able to go in with one now. With the cap being ninety-nine, mm. let people go in with just one person, and you know, yeah, have at her, dance or ninja or whatever. Right. Maybe. I think uh, another thing I had heard, I have no idea whether it's something I, I... I'm pretty sure I saw it in the forum somewhere, was somebody saying that there might be the potential of them uh, making the tag system more like the stones that we have. I Yeah, I've heard some, some stuff going around about changing the way that tags work for just for Nizel Isle. Yeah. And and that, that I think, is old. Like, they, they had mentioned something about that a yeah. while ago. You know, it's... You know, thinking back a long time ago, there was that interview where I don't even remember where it comes. It was it's years old, um, where they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we could we could change Nizel Isle and like add more floors, or have you go backwards, or add a basement or something." And now we're finally getting a change to Nizel. It's like, wow. Yeah. So I, I think, mean, I think it'd be I think it'd be like you know it it would add depth to the content too if they did give us some kind of a quest where you know okay well now instead of having what is it like a 24 hour tag reset mm-hmm. if they bumped it down to even like say a 12 hour reset so you know you and can... let it let it stack yeah exactly yeah that'd be you nice know, with the things that they've been doing to revamp old other old content i can't see it being outside of their realm of possibilities right but i mean that's that's i think the nicest thing with 
with looking at the things that they have changed from old content. You know, for the longest time, they told us just with a great example, like Dynamis. Yeah, we can't do anything. We can't do anything for Dynamis. And then all of a sudden, boom. You, you, know, know, you know what I, I could see is because you get what? It's, it's one tag per day, right? That you get. Yep. What if they, they make it so that you get all those tags, but it's in, in a period of the day? So instead yeah. of having to wait one day for one tag, you wait one day for, you know, four or five tags. That could be cool, too. I think that would be the better way to do it. Because, I mean, if, if they have Dynamis down to, like, once a day, right? After all the yeah. changes, what, you know, you, you think mean, for, you know, a couple tags, you'd get that same kind of time frame of, of playtime. Exactly. And, it, and you know, the thing is, too, is if you look at, you know, the uh, the end result of it, which is, you know, people obviously want to talk about their relics, their mythics and their Empyreans. If you look at the Empyre- or the mythics, they're the last ones that have received any kind of sort of adjustment to how um, yeah. you obtain one. Right. Which sucks, because that, like if, if I was going to get a weapon, I would want to get the mythic weapon. Absolutely. And that's, you know, the same thing I've thought all along, too. You know, if, if you're a Corsair, you know, yeah, the Armageddon's a nice gun, but. The death penalty is the ultimate weapon you want to have, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, I could see if they if they did something with the tags, that would already, in and of itself, help people tremendously. Because I know that to go through all of the uh, the uh, assaults once, yeah, took about three months. You know, they should change that to where if you have captain, you're good. Yeah. You know. That would be nice. But you know what? If they're giving you five tags a day or they give you a tag every four hours, I mean, and they stack, mm-hmm. you could easily blast you could easily blast through them in, you know, the matter of like a day or two. Yeah. Right? So well, not a day or two. But you you kind of get the idea. It'd be a lot faster. Quicker than, quicker than you could before. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't be three months, okay? It'd be three weeks maybe. Right. Right. So I mean and you know, those things aren't taking away from the difficulty that it still would take to get the Alexandrite to uh, to build up the ZNMs, uh, the Zenny to, you know, get the, the trophies. You know, they have made the trophies 100% now, but it still doesn't, you know, make it any easier to get to the actual trophy system itself. you got to get to the tier uh, tier 3 or tier 4 monsters. So you got to go play Pankration and take pictures. Yep. Oh. Pokemon! <laughs> Man, that, that system, I... <laughs> I remember the first time I had to go do it I was like this feels like Pokemon yeah it's definitely Pokemon <laughs> you know, it, they could, they it could was totally fun for the first back. couple of days though dude when, it, yeah. when it first came out it made sense because that back in the day that was when Sky was so congested with RMT Yeah, but now it's like, uh, like this is such a pain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you fight these monsters you have to go take pictures for this old man that likes to paint why does he have access to these items that attract all these monsters? Who, who knows? It's not supposed I to make know. sense. This is a, but this you're is... only allowed to take one picture every minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have machines that can fly, but we haven't yeah. worked out a good camera yet. Yeah, we still haven't figured out that whole, you know, camera thing. Film. We can travel back in time. Yeah. years out of the sky. Well, comets at least. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we can't take a picture to save our lives, so... Yeah, it's just, you know, the whole technology... We we haven't come out with a, uh, you know, a DeLorean. We just came out with these big uh, maws. Yeah. <laughs> which, are, which are really inefficient, because then we have to get these big, like, Galka dentists, and we got to make stools for them so they can reach up there and clean the teeth of the maw, and always have paramedics on standby, because there's always that one guy that gets cut on the tooth of the maw. 
Lols. I went, I went way further. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're gonna lose me. You're gonna I lose I lost, me. I lost myself with that one. I'm like, wouldn't I, it I have been cooler? Like, Where am I going with this? Wouldn't it have been cooler if we could have had like an airship that takes you back in time? It has to get up to like 88 miles per hour, and then it just like zaps you back into the past. Leaves a leaves a trail of fire in the sky. I think that would have been a really cool animation, but they probably would have gotten sued for it. <laughs> There's like the flaming tire marks just in the sky. It's like, wait a minute. Here's wait a second. don't have wheels. Yeah. What's going on here? They don't have wheels. Bahamut's like flying around. He's like, Phoenix, is that you? <laughs> Phoenix is in a katana. Not anymore. Where we're going, we don't need katanas. Yeah. All right, I think that'll do it. Uh, unless you guys have anything you want to add in here. D- did we do Endgame? <laughs> did we do Endgame? Did, did you have any? Did you have any? It's not Endgame. It's in game. <laughs> oh, I was I was pretty busy with some other stuff. Yeah, Christmas and um, New Year's and um, yeah, it was it was a long break, man. I mean, two weeks off. You know, I, I got on a little bit to level, but that's pretty much about it. Yeah. That's a boot it. That's a boot it. That's a boot. It's a it's boot. It's about. <laughs> it's about. It's funny because he's Canadian. I get it. It's a. It's about. <laughs> Tell everybody thanks for listening to Pet Food Alpha in French. Uh, okay. Uh, merci pour écouter Pet Food Alpha. I even put the alpha. He sounds like a text to speech bot. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. Sorry. All right. Salt your French. It's okay. Uh, I feel bad. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. Our our uh, our email address is petfoodalpha at gamerescape.com. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to read it on the show. Yeah, for real. We love emails and bragging rights and even tweets if you want, whatever. We'll read anything you throw at us. FFXI.GamerEscape.com is the website. Those are the dub dub dubs. At Pet Food Alpha is the Twitter at, account. It's true. It's true. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in this week, and we'll talk to you in two right here on PFA. Say goodnight, yeah. gents. Good night, guys. Late. Late.